For the 905s, whoever you are, this is Schwa Wars, and we just got out of WWE Live at the Rico Coliseum. I know it's not the Rico anymore. I know it's the Coca-Cola Coliseum, but wait, fuck you. Wait, what? Yeah, it's the Coca-Cola Coliseum. That is news to me. What do you mean it's news to you? I didn't know that. It said on the ticket. It said on the building as soon as we came in. I wasn't looking. You clearly weren't looking. <laughs> clearly, I'm joined by... Uh, Mr. An oblivious idiot, apparently. Well, you are an idiot, but that's besides the point, though. Uh, joined, of course, by Jordan Lloyd. Uh, like I said, just getting out of WWE Live. Of course, this was supposed to be happening a few months back in December before uh, the Omicron virus hit and everyone went into, ah, the virus is going to kill us. And, uh, you know, it was It, it was, was postponed until today. It was postponed until today. So, uh, I mean, I'm quite thankful that it was postponed today. I mean... Yes. There is a lot of disadvantages, though, with being postponed one week till WrestleMania, which we'll kind of get into real quickly before we uh, vomit us out of here. We're also waiting for our car to warm up because it is fucking cold outside. Yes. Um, it was like negative 15 at least, even though my dashboard says negative 5. It's a liar. Oh, uh, probably with the wind chill. It's negative 15. With the wind chill. Look at you, Mr. Meteorologist. Yeah, I'm smart. Not smart enough to know what the building's called. No, apparently not. <laughs> Uh, but of course, you know, we were smart because we bought our tickets in advance and came to the show, even though it wasn't a sellout by any stretch of the imagination. No, it's not like it was not like it was empty either. No, I'd say probably like what? Maybe 80, like 80%. 80%. Yeah, I was going to say a good 80% fill, especially with people last minute buying tickets. Um, but let's kind of talk about this show. It uh, started late, so of course, WWE, following the independent wrestling trade of starting shows late, <laughs> only by nine minutes though, unlike some shows that I've been to lately. And, uh, yeah, we started with the uh, the Kevin Owens show. That went 30 goddamn fucking minutes almost. With special guest Trish Stratus. Yes. Trish Stratus joined. It was nice to see her. Dressed in her vintage Trish Stratus attire, which uh, yes. was that big. That was very nice to see. It was nice to see. Big fan. Uh, big, big fan. And you could tell they were trying to stall for The Miz. I don't know if he was late or what the hell was going on back there, but they were talking about nothing for... Like at least five minutes. Yeah, until the Miz showed up. Because yeah. they showed a little pre-video package from the back where he Miz bumped into her and said she thanked her for being on Miz TV and he left and she was like, ah, it's actually the other show. Sorry. Yeah. So of course that jaw jack for a while. We saw Miz dance for some reason. I don't really know. Because he was on Dancing with the Stars. And oh yeah, and Trish is a jig judge on Canada's Got Talent and they wanted to see if he could have make it, make it on that show. And I'm surprised she didn't plug the hell out of that show more with her being You would ring. think so, but no. And yeah, Miz danced and it was terrible and they talked for 30 minutes, yeah. so it felt like the opening of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and the Miz, uh, sorry, and the Mysterios also came out to get in the, you know, confront the Miz as well, so it was a four-on-one advantage against the heel. Yeah, the pretty much. Faces. Ultimate leading to, uh... Miz know. got double 619 and a stunner, and then he Oh, no, got no, no. Up. He got stunnered, then double 619. And then got up and walked away. And then got up and walked away <laughs> immediately afterwards. So it's like, well, fuck you for coming out. Um, he put... Oh, but he didn't wrestle either. No. He put, he put gear on for that. Yep. And also the Mysterios were there and did not wrestle either. So it was an easy payday for everyone involved. And that was kind of the point that what I was making, too, is a lot of these matches... Or not matches. A lot of the people that were there or even weren't there... Again, one week till WrestleMania, they're saving the talent to make sure for injury reasons, for whatever, and stuff like that. And you can tell, just based on the skeleton crew of, uh, of a roster that we had to work with here. I mean, some of the sh matches were not bad, and some of them were bad. 
Um, of course, we'll get into it. First of all, by the way, we had some children behind us. And they were the highlight of the goddamn night for me, at least personally. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm a dad now, and like hearing like my son and stuff like that, and eventually going to be able to take my son to these shows and like hear what he's going to say. But man, these kids were fucking funny. <laughs> they were great. Those oh my lord, great. they were wonderful. Anyways, the first match, Kevin Owens wound up staying in the ring. It was him and Seth Rollins taking on the Street Profits and Alpha Academy in a three-team triple threat match. Um, pretty good match, though, overall, I would say. Ultimately, it was Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, who, uh, you know, were bitter enemies two weeks ago. As, yeah, uh, I said Rollins that to tried you. tried to take his spot, yeah. Tried to take his, tried to take his spot with Steve Austin two weeks ago, and then now he's just teaming with him, no problem. Exactly. No issues. Yep, so and they won the match, of course. Stunner, curb stomp, you know, combination. Gable and Otis have become a, ne- a decent little team. Oh, they're fantastic. Gable has really, really become like a, a cheeky, you know, slimy heel. Which yeah, yeah. Kind of really appreciate too, and Otis is just a goddamn tank. Like I didn't think he would. I didn't think he'd still be here after they lost uh, American Alpha, which it took us about five minutes to remember what that team name was. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I have know no idea. Why. Oh, and then the highlight of the match, I'm sure for you. Again, going back to the kids that were behind us, just randomly out of nowhere, just this kid. <laughs> he's got to be maybe seven, the maybe Al- seven, eight years old, <laughs> and it was Alpha such. Kid. Figure in his voice, you can hear it in the him Alpha, stomping on so his hands. The Alpha Academy comes out, the music stops, Gable starts talking. Can't really hear him that well, but you can hear him for the most part. And then out of nowhere, the kid behind us just goes, "I hate the Alpha Academy." <laughs> it's like they've been a personal vendetta against his life for like his entire life. It was a seven-year-old kid who have no reason to have that much contempt and hatred in his voice. <laughs> I, I hate the Alpha Academy. It was fantastic. Yeah, so like I said, fun opening little matchup between the two of them, or sorry, between the three teams or whatever. Um, you know, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, best friends, and, you know, uh, Rollins did also. As you guys are hearing this now, probably you will now know that something has already happened and setting up whatever he's got planned for WrestleMania. But obviously at the live event, he was saying, oh, I got a meeting with Mr. McMahon on Monday, so I have to report to that, so... Uh, we'll see, you know, what happens with me because I'm going to get my WrestleMania moment. And, uh, yeah, fun little match. What would you give it out of the five stars? Uh, we'll do the, what are we calling this? The Roar, the, jo- the, the Lloyd? The, 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 fuck, I don't know. We should have thought of this beforehand. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have. Yeah, we'll give it a name later. All right, to uh, be determined. Three and three, three and a quarter. All right, I'll give it three stars personally for myself. Like I said, fun little match, though. No, uh... You know, nice little opener with the three teams. Uh, next up on the card... Another uh, three-way. Well, no, before we got to that, we had R-Truth come out. Oh, yeah. And he was dancing away. And the highlight of the night... We found Veer Mahan. We found Veer. <laughs> he ran out. No one gave a fuck or knew who he was. <laughs> Which is shocking to me because they've seen videos of him for the last five months. So that's amazing. They've seen videos for five months, but they still don't know who he is. But anyways, uh, he came out. Everyone was like, holy shit, it's Veer. Well, I think we were the ones that were holy shit, it's Okay, Veer. let me rephrase. We said, holy shit, it's Veer. And everyone else went, who? And he attacked our truth and our truth limped to the back, and everyone's like, is our truth going to be able to wrestle tonight? And I said, who cares? <laughs> this proves how much of a skeleton crew they had, because literally later on, they were like, our truth's being evaluated by the medical staff, and we'll see if he can come back out here and wrestle the medical staff. We were hanging on the fact of R-Truth being able to come back out and wrestle. Case in point of the um, the skeleton crew, as I was talking about before. Uh, next up was the... Uh, oh, by the way, 
after all that happened, that was the first hour. Yeah, pretty much. First hour, we had one match. We had one match, a, uh, a like a, a hit and run, pretty much by Veer. And then we and had then the that, s- and that 25, 30 minute segment. Or and whatever, then we had so. the start of match two. Went on about almost around eight o'clock. It was another three way. Yep. With this- Finn Balor defending the U.S. title against Damian Priest and Austin Theory. Some creative stuff in this. It's a few things I've never seen before. Oh, the one spot I'm totally taking. It was a some guy did a sunset flip. Over on uh, Damian Priest, and of course he was holding on the rope. Austin Theory did the sunset flip, yeah, and, then and then he did the gimmick where he was holding onto the rope so it wouldn't go over. And then Finn Balor came over and lift, grabbed Austin Theory by the legs like he was going to slingshot him. And when he did, Austin Theory's head went right into Damian Priest's nuts. It was a good spot. That it was, was a good spot. That's what I mean. That was hilarious. Um, but Three. yeah, great back and forth. I heard one crowd member um, during the intermission, which by the way, intermission was after this match. Yeah, two matches and a 30-minute segment. We had intermission. Yep. Um, say that that was the weakest of the first two matches. I kind of disagree. I thought this match was a little bit better than, I the, did too. than the, uh, the other triple threat yeah. matchup. Uh, I would have actually given this one maybe like three and a quarter stars. Yeah, I'd say the same. No, actually, no. I'd say three and... Hold this right there. Three and two quarters. I'm getting a drink. I'm so freaking thirsty right now. Keep talking for a second. I'd say three and two quarter stars. Yeah, some good stuff. Two, three very talented guys. I've always been a fan of Damian Priest. Austin Theory is really growing on me. Oh, he just looks like a douche. He's become... He's, he's such a douche. Austin Theory <laughs> is, has the potential, and he's become a decent little heel, and he has the potential to be something big later on. I agree. I mean, we'll have to see what happens with him. Of course, Finn Balor gets... Uh, you know, told that he is not in any future plans, which is, means you get a United States Championship title. So it makes, total, <laughs> you makes know, total fucking sense. Just something to keep him busy, I guess. Uh, we went to intermission. A lot of people, lots of people in intermission. And by the way, if there was supposed to be a stay six feet away rule for this one, good luck. We are sardines. <laughs> <coughs> we got up to go get something, and then we just we, gave up. We gave up because, like, oh, the countdown, one minute back till showtime. We were in line probably 10, 15 minutes just to get a bottle of water. Yeah, and we we get we got up we gave up and went back to our seats. Yeah, so there was yeah, no point to that one. Then we came back from intermission and we got that awesome R Truth match that we well, desperately well, needed. Oh no no, I don't think that was next, was it? It was. Oh. R Truth came back out there, said, I want Veer Mahan. Oh like, yeah. Where is he? Bring him out here now. They wouldn't do it. Adam Pierce was out there. Shout out to Adam Pierce. Um Yeah, scrap art. Came out and said, all right, you want a match? We'll give you a match. And it turned out to be against Omos. And Omos... Squashed him. Squashed him. The, uh, a little funny segment. R-Truth uh, decided that he was going to try and convince Omos that he was actually his dad. Yep, and, and that Jimmy, Jimmy was, was his, his brother. Yeah, and uh, that was his way of trying to get out of the match so that way he didn't, you know, get his ass kicked. It did not work. It did not work. He and- punted little Jimmy into the 16th row. <laughs> I laughed hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And then, of course, the match went on like, what, three minutes too long at yes. least? He should have squashed him in 30 seconds. Yeah. It went like three minutes. Especially after what happened to Truth earlier. And then Truth just gets up anyways and Leaves. after the match. Well, he got helped out, but like, you know, after getting assaulted earlier and then also attacked by a giant, I would expect, you know, maybe a little bit more. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just expecting more from my sports entertainment wrestling. Yeah. Which, by the way, well, that one fucking dad. You want to you tell this story? He's Oh, I can't remember what the kid asked him. What did the kid ask him? Oh, like, 
if it was like fake or something like that or, or something like that and then the father basically just looked at the son and was like they're entertainers that's what they do oh I, ch- I had a chill a cold <laughs> chill I'm warming up in a nice car right now and I'm getting a cold chill like even with, you're te- even with my butt warmer like you as a parent are teaching your children that pro wrestlers are entertainers I'm... I mean in a way they are but it's still real dust. Down there. But the way, in a way they in a way they are, but the way you emphasize entertainers is not accurate to me. No. Not it's whatsoever. It's not cool to me. Yeah. They're not they're not they're not theater actors. I mean they they're it's part it's a splash of it, but they're it, they're not entertainers. You're solely. wrestlers with wrestling boots and a wrestling ring. Yes. Like ugh, whatever. So that was frustrating to hear. Anyway, uh, next matchup on the card was Bobby Roode against Riddle. By the way, this is the co-main event. There were only five matches on the card. Yeah, you see where we're going with this? And we were like, there was no real stars. I mean, some of them you can argue are stars. But... Well, I mean, okay, sure. There was a couple big stars. There was maybe like two, two or three, but there was no, there was no Randy Orton. No. There was nobody from NXT. No AJ Styles. No, yeah, no AJ Styles. No Edge. Well, I didn't think Edge would be here. No. I thought there was there was a very slim chance Edge would be here. I'm pretty sure they would have announced that in advance. Yeah, but there was nobody from NXT, which normally at these events there's always at least one person from NXT. Well, that's what I was expecting, like a Dirty Dogs versus like maybe Riddle and Braun or some shit like that. Or not even Tommaso Ciampa. No, nothing. So it was very strange, very strange to see. Um, yeah, it's Bobby Roode against Matt Riddle. Robert Roode. Robert yeah, Roode against Matt Riddle. Crowd was uh, pretty heavy for Robert. Oh, I mean, he's Canadian. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's a partisan Canadian crowd. Everybody knows he's Canadian. But we heard, let's go Bobby, Riddle sucks chance. And the summer. kids behind us flip-flopped at least like 18 times. Oh, 100%. They did not know who they were cheering the for. The same kid who was like, let's go Riddle, 10 seconds later was like, let's go Roode. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Pretty, I was entertained. I'm pretty sure he has ADD. <laughs> wow. I was entertained by this. I thought it was a solid match. Yeah. No, I liked it. I mean, like I said, the actual wrestling when we got to some of these wrestling matches were good. Like, I had no problem with, like I said, the triple threat for the the uh, the United States Championship, this matchup uh, specifically. Um, like, Riddle threw out, like, a pretty cool-looking, like, flying triangle choke off the second rope. Yeah. He was just trying different new things. It's, I said it's nice to see them given a little bit of time, and I know they get time on Raw and stuff like that, but it's it's vastly different when you see it live, obviously. Well, yeah, and like live when it's live too at like one of these events, you get more time to try out new things you can try on TV. Yep. And if they work, then beautiful, you add it to the repertoire. But yeah, I was entertained by this. Good back and forth, solid match. Riddle, I even said when we were watching, is like consistently one of the best guys on the roster. I never feel like he phones in a performance. No. And Bobby Roode slash Robert Roode is Robert just... Robert Roode just Robert Roode. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing by saying that. He is a, no. a hell of a hand, a great worker, and I even said any too, roster is lucky to have him on I his even, team. I haven't said, too, it's a shame he never became bigger than what he is right now. Agreed. Like, he had all the potential, too. And a great theme song. And it's been so long since I've heard it, it was actually refreshing to hear that again. I know. And the crowd still knew it, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, what they also knew was when they heard the words main event time, everyone there looked was like at their a wa- collective like what? 
Yeah, so, um, and the main event was for the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch defending her title. We thought it was going to be another triple threat match, because apparently it was going to be the theme of the night. Uh, but it turned out to be one-on-one. It was her versus Rhea Ripley, so I was happy. Got to see my girl Rhea Ripley in person for the first time. Yeah, I was happy too. And we said when we were watching this... Great fucking this, theme song, even live. Oh. Yes, and we said when we were watching this, not only was this a, br- a great showcase for Rhea Ripley, she but... She dominated the shit out of her. At, l- at least 90% of the match, she dominated and then, not only that, but we even said, too, this is a perfect example of how she is so much better suited and so much more capable of, of so much more than what she's doing right now. Exactly. like being, Than just being in a team, a, t- a thrown-together team that doesn't really mean anything. No. It's like she's capable of a main event push. She hung in there with the top woman on the roster. Yeah. For what? How long were they? How long was this match? At least 15 minutes. Yeah, she hung with her step for step for step with the top woman on the roster. And made it convincing, too. And didn't look like she didn't belong in the ring with her. Absolutely. Uh, and then ultimately it was Rhea that wound up getting, sorry, losing. Oh, so get the victory. By Hooker Crook with some feet on the ropes. Yes, Becky did get the win with foot on the ropes with a, you know, inside cradle. Or sorry, with a small package, rather. Yes. No. It was a small package. No, it was a it was a counter into a into a schoolboy. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, with feet on the ropes, one, two, three. Becky celebrated the back. Trish is like, oh hell no! Comes out. You're getting your ass kicked for cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Brings her to the ring. They you know double team Becky for a couple of things. Slapping a riptide, and she slinked away. Yeah. And then the two baby faces celebrated the ring, and Trish is really bad on the mic. Now. Now. She's bad on the mic now. After not doing it for years, I can kind of understand she's why. She's like, so, you guys had fun? Yeah, it's, you could you could tell she's not yeah. used to you can tell she's not used to speaking in front of a crowd anymore. At least in that type of environment. But yes. Yeah. So or maybe she's one of those people that was better with the scripted profile rather than the well, I mean that's possible. That's possible. I mean just some people are that way. But so. you could tell she just wasn't very comfortable talking in front of that crowd and Yeah. So, I mean, that was it. So, yeah, overall, um, I mean, I didn't get your stars for the last two matches. Uh, Rude versus Riddle, I probably would give it a three. I would say for R-Truth and Almas, but I'm just going to call oh, it a that, dud. that was a dud. Yeah. Uh, Rude and Riddle, i give it a solid three. And then this match, I'd say three and a half. Yeah, so I would say three and a half, maybe leading to three and three quarters, depending. Eh. So, and obviously it was the match of the night, at least in my opinion. Yes. I would agree. Which is good, because you want your main event to be the match of the night. So Yes. It's all in all, the solid show. Very stripped down, it felt like. It did. It did. But, but it also breezed by, which is kind of refreshing. It did. It's not one of those shows. The only thing that took forever, I was looking at my watch quite a few times during that uh, KO segment. That was just... Yeah, that was very long. That was very That long. was unnecessarily long. I kept looking at my watch, I'm like, they are still talking. You could have cut that down by like 15 minutes and squeezed another match in there if you wanted to. The Mysterios didn't even have to be out there. No, they didn't. You could have just eaten a stunner and they, that could have been it. They could have literally just went home. <laughs> yeah, like the Mysterios didn't really need Dominic to Dominic came out in a Leaf jersey and that was... S- sucking up. Oh, and then the first match we forgot to talk about too. So many crotch chops. Yeah, I don't know why. I have no idea why. I, I, missed if, I missed if somebody did one, but I didn't understand why there were so many. There was like at least 15. Yeah, that was very odd. I was not ready for that. But yeah, it was a, it was a solid show. Very stripped down. I'm so happy I went. It's been a I couple of years too. since the WWE show. And, you know, the production value, seeing the stars, hearing the, th- 
the themes. Even if, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's not like independent wrestling. And you're right, it's not. But it's the end game for a lot of these people to get to the level that they are, you know, sustaining themselves on a professional level. And, and the WWE is one of those platforms, so yeah, and it good for them. And it doesn't need to be like independent wrestling. Everything how, should. Some people are like, how dare you? But Everything it, should be like AEW. But it doesn't, though. Like, there should there should be different flavors of pro wrestling out there. Not everything should be the same. Agreed. Because when everything is the same, there's no there's no difference. There's no there's no differentiating one from the other. Like, there should be different flavors of things out there for different people to enjoy. Like, if you don't like this, you can try this. If you don't like this, watch this show. It should be that way. Not everything should be cookie cutter in the same. Mm. Yeah, no, like I said, overall, I did have a fun time. It was nice just to be able to sit around wrestling fans and, you know, not be involved in the show and just kind of sit back and whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, it was nice to be back at one of these again. And just for, and also said, like I said too, like before we even came to the show, nice to have a little bit of sense of normality with yeah. these type of things. Like, oh, I was hoping for like tickets to be on sale for the next show at the end of the event, like we normally do, but obviously they didn't announce anything just yet. But uh, yeah. I mean, here's hoping that this is just the start of many more times the WWE is going to be coming to Toronto and hopefully Oshawa as well. So I'd like save, a smack, saves us a drive. I'd like a SmackDown to come here because that's I, something I need to cross off my bucket list. I haven't been to a SmackDown yet. I have I have been to a SmackDown. I've been to Raw. I've been to a pay-per-view. I've been to plenty of these, but I've never been to a SmackDown. Yeah. Well, there you go. WWE, if you're listening, your goal, bring a SmackDown so Jordan Lloyd of Oshawa can see it cross that off my list gosh darn it but anyways yeah. uh we are going to take a time out on the other side we're going to be talking wrestlemania giving our quick predictions we're not going to spend too too much time on some of the matches that quite frankly the wwe doesn't really care about so why should we yeah and so uh we'll just kind of leave it at that and uh we will see you after the break Want pro wrestling action in your home? Trying to get a laugh at the expense of SOS and he paid for a gunner. Witness the best in the Ontario independence. Featuring champion Alessandro Del Bruno. I have eclipsed every past champion and their ring. See, Pretty Ricky. Me and Easy E Eric Carney used to win those NSW Tag Team Championships. Mark Wheeler. One shot, one kill. And more. New School of Wrestling presents Overload. New episodes, Friday nights, 10 p.m. You know who we are? We're the Gnarly Boys. www.youtube.com forward slash new school wrestling. And we're back in the car again. <laughs> what, I had to steal your line. Well, at least we're out of the tree. We're out of the tree. <laughs> uh, we're back, of course. Big special thanks to our sponsors for this week. Uh, new School Wrestling, always a big fan. Check them out on YouTube. They always have some really great shows and are promoting quite a lot uh, over the last, uh, you know, they have been promoting a lot a lot over the last couple of weeks. I'm screwing up my words. I'm really, really tired. <laughs> so uh, we just got back. The drive was great. We all survived. Toronto has fucked up roads. But that's besides, <laughs> that's besides the point, though. Uh, before we get out of here, of course, we gave our ride home recap for the WWE Live event. And like we said, WrestleMania, baby, happening in a few days away. Yeah, get ready for a whirlwind of a weekend. Oh, my God, yeah. we we're, we The whole ride, we pretty much are just planning out how the fuck we're going to pull this off between, you know, the Hall of Fame, NXT, Ring of Honor, both WrestleManias, Impact, and uh, the WrestleCon show, like, God damn it. Like, anyone that's in Texas, good luck. <laughs> For your budget and your brain. 
Like good luck. <laughs> I think I got the. I think we got the itinerary all mapped out. We can get all that in in three days. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. But uh, one thing that we are for sure going to be talking about is WrestleMania. Uh, of course, like I said before, going to our quick intermission that. You know, some matches we're not going to give a whole lot of time to because WWE has not given a whole lot of time to them. So why should we give them the honor? And then also to, quite frankly, it's late, and I want to go inside and get to bed. Yes. So um, let's talk about first. Oh, and by the way, too, next week on the show we're going to be doing our WrestleMania review of the show, but it's not going to be with Jordan Lloyd. He's actually not going to be joining us on the show for that one. So mm. sorry about that. Okay. Um, it's actually going to be the Bitter Club. The hashtag Bitter Club is returning. By backed by popular demand of old school Eddington James and Gentleman Jeff. Uh, these two gentlemen haven't watched a live WWE WrestleMania in years. And I am forcing them to watch it, two nights of it, and then give me a review on it. So if you want to hear some two older guys just be bitter as fuck about the product, I'm sure this will be the show for you. But that's for course for next week. Let's talk about our quick predictions right now for this week, though. Night one of WrestleMania, uh, we have the Raw Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch defending her title against Bianca Belair. Jordan, who do you have and why? Bianca Belair. I think it's time. Becky's ran through everybody. There's nobody else really for her to beat. we got to get a new star in this division. Bianca Belair should take this. See, I'm, uh, I really want to agree with you with that, but I feel like they don't want to rock the boat with Becky. And therefore, they're not going to. Yeah, I know. But she, at the same time, she's beaten everybody so many times. Like, she's she's cycling through everyone again. Like, when you start cycling through everyone again, it's time for a change. The, the division needs a change-up. Yeah, I get why you'd say that. Uh, next matchup on the card is the tag team matchup between Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Taking on The Miz and Logan Paul. The first of many celebrity appearances for this match. Uh, for this WrestleMania, rather. Um... I am going to go with Ray and Dominic. They should be getting the victory in this one. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Logan Paul because fuck you and WWE and the fans. But honestly, the Mysterio should win, especially the whole taking the mask thing. A nice little feel-good moment, father and son at WrestleMania. What about you? Yeah, the Mysterios are going to win. Fuck Logan Paul. I hope he gets pinned. He's not going to get pinned. I hope he does. He's He'll eat a 619 at most, but that's the, that's the most that's going to happen to that kid. And then, Devin, and then Vince is going to sign him because he's like, God damn it, pal. He's got. Did he want to sign Flo Rider one year? He did. He wanted, <laughs> he's like, he's six foot five. Like, he's perfect. You're like, yeah, he's also a multi platinum artist there, Vince. You're not yes. going to get him. Yeah. Uh, next matchup on the card is Happy Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, tell me, why are you picking Drew McIntyre? Because why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, man, Baron Corbin did retire Kurt Angle. It's fucking stupid. There's two ways. <laughs> there's two ways you can go with this: Drew McIntyre or the wrong way. So, Drew McIntyre. This feud has gone on way too goddamn long. Okay. It has a mid card feud for WrestleMania. I mean, I appreciate the fact that they gave a mid card feud like three months of build, but at the same time, who gives a shit? This needs to end. Drew McIntyre for the win. Yeah, I agree. So, like I said, Drew McIntyre, Madcap Moss, hopefully he will not get another broken neck. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we shouldn't probably talk about broken necks with Big E, but... No. Yeah. Moving on, uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships are on the line. The Usos taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, Freddie Mercury himself, Rick Boogs. Jaron, who do you have and why? <coughs> Honestly, 
I may sound crazy for saying this, but oh, I, I think there's a chance Nakamura and Boogs might win. I hope to God they do. I think they might think they're actually there's a. I think there's a very good possibility they might win. Like Rick Boogs is over with the audience. I don't and, care what anybody with, says. And with Vince. And with Vince. <coughs> Sorry for the I, coughing. So I think there's a very good chance they might actually beat the Usos because there's no other teams left for the Usos to face. Yeah. Like they need to build up a new team, so I, I think there's I think there's a very good chance the Usos are gonna lose. I mean it's so hard because then it's all contingents on what happens with Lesnar in Reigns and do you wanna have the bloodline with all the titles and still looking dominant and blah blah blah. But if it's not Nakamura and Boogs, what tag team really on SmackDown is really gonna The New Day again for the eight yeah. hundredth time? Like there's I, no That's what I mean. So like They just beat the Viking Raiders, so like there's no other teams. Yeah. See, this is why they need to shake up around this time of the year instead of, like, you know, two weeks before Survivor Series. Yeah. That would help. Anyways, I would hope for Nakamura and Rook, Rook Boogs. Rick <laughs> Boogs as well to win this. Um, but I won't be surprised if the Usos do. <coughs> Excuse oh, me. Yeah. All right. Cut that out later. <laughs> and, of course, in our main event of the first match, or for the first match, goddammit, first night of WrestleMania, uh, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I've been kind of lackluster about this build for the I'm, most part. I'm, I, I, I don't care for it. I mean, it mostly has to do with the fact that Ronda Rousey's not being Ronda Rousey, or at least the, the killer that we all know that she could be. No, she's very awkward. It seems like she doesn't really know what she's supposed to be doing. I mean, with all the planning that's probably going to be put into this match and going through things with Charlotte, I do have hopes that this will be an okay match and that they will be I fine. I hope it'll be good. And I think that it will be fine. I just, the question is then, do you put the belt on Rousey? Because, like, we're just going back to whatever. Or... And then if you don't, are you going to kill any value she has? I mean, depends on how you win. I, well, even then, but still. But even then, like, if you don't give it to her, you're going to kill all the momentum she just had coming back after, what, two years? Well, who are you picking then? I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. You feel like this is the pick of the... I feel like this one could go either way. There's there's reasons for either one. I really don't know. But if I have to just pick up the top of my head right now, I think, I, honestly, I think Charlotte, maybe Charlotte Flair... And that's pretty crazy because like, but no, maybe not clean. Well, no, I think that Rousey probably will win because like she's anointed to probably to win. But you know, every WrestleMania, there's always that one match or that one victory that somebody gets. You're like, holy shit, that person won. I mean, that could be the Nakamura and Rick Boogs match. But uh, yeah, but, but at the same time, I don't know how long Ronda Rousey is actually going to be here. That's a, well, I'm assuming you're still going to have to get the payoff between her and Becky. True, but like, is she gonna be around after this? Like, if she if she wins, obviously she would have to be right. But if she doesn't, is she gonna stick around on TV for another year? Because they're gonna do that match at WrestleMania next year, right? So like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I, on the top of my head, I'll say Charlotte Flair, but I won't be surprised if Ronda Rousey does win. Well, night two, WrestleMania. If one night wasn't enough, more stupendous wrestling. <laughs> Yippity doo. Uh, fatal four-way women's tag team championship matchup. Queen Selena and Carmella defending the titles against Sasha Banks, Naomi, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. No Tamina on the card. Very happy to hear. Um, Tamina's a joke now, chasing the 24-7 title. 
and has a boyfriend. Ooh, <laughs> Akira Tozawa. Anyways, what do you got? Uh, the team I... I'll say Sasha Banks and Naomi. Zel- Carmella and Queen Zelina have been very... They've been a disappointment for me with these titles. Like, I thought they might actually be able to make a good run with them, but they haven't really done much of anything. I'll say Sasha Banks and Naomi because I don't want Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley to win these. I'd rather Rhea Ripley go back to being a singles wrestler. So, yeah, I'm going with Sasha and Naomi. See, I'd rather Rhea be a singles wrestler too. However, I feel like these two are going to be a a team for a while. So, I would prefer Rhea and Liv to win this matchup or Natalya and Shayna and have, like, the two, like, bruiser kind of, like, grapplers hold the titles and, like, you know, be a new set of heels for all these faces to face. Uh, That's fair. So, I think either of those teams would be good. Personally, though, got to go with my girl Rhea Ripley and Liv. Just, just saying. Sure. Uh, next match, anything goes in the building. Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, man? <laughs> WrestleMania, ladies and gents. Um, this is Johnny Knoxville all day long. Who I think is going to win? Oh, Johnny Knoxville all the way. Yeah. He's going to do something stupid. He's going to take the he's going to take the big bump of the night. Do we see other members of Jackass there? Yes. Sorry, so Steve-O's doing something stupid then. Steve-O's going to do something stupid. Does that mean Pontius is going to get a WrestleMania moment? I hope he's wearing clothes. <laughs> if it happens. Oh, God. Yeah, the, the man of the, you know, who's shown his dick more than anyone else in cinematic history. Yeah, I guarantee all of them will be there. Oh, boy. All oh, of them will be there. The probably, Wee Man splash. Yeah, Wee Man will probably get hit with a chair. Something's going to, some crazy shit's going to happen. Well, yeah, Johnny Knoxville is going to beat Sami Zayn. All right. Well, moving on. Singles match. Vince McMahon's boy, Austin Theory, taking on Pat McAfee. This match was kind of just shoehorned together. And you know what? I have high hopes after the Adam Cole matchup between the two of them. Obviously, Adam Cole was a much better ring general and has been around a lot longer and was able to lead that match and whatever with Pat McAfee over Austin Theory. But with time and being able to build this match up and everything else, I still predict that oh, this should Austin be fun. Theory, Austin Theory's going to win. You think Theory's going to win? Vince loves this kid. Austin Theory is totally going to win. He loves him so much that he's personally working with him on TV every week. Austin Theory is going to win this. I mm, I can see why they would give it to McAfee because they're probably like, oh, Theory is not going to be hurt from a loss against McAfee in this match. But I feel like there's a way that it actually could. This is this is to me this is the pick'em of the of the whole pay per view. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're going with theory. I I guess you make sense, but just based on what I've known, I'm gonna go with Pat McAfee. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I won't be surprised. But I mean, anything can happen to the World Wrestling Federation, right? Uh, speaking of which, Triple Threat Tag Team Match for the Raw Tag Team Titles. RK Bro defending the tag team titles against the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy. I feel like we've seen these three teams fight the fuck out of each other for the last two months. We have. And and <laughs> and in a triple threat match, no less. I feel like we've also seen I'm pretty two. sure we have seen that recently, too. But uh, who, who do you got, though? I'll go with RK Bro. Yeah, it's not time? No. They're still too popular. They still sell too much merch. It's not time. It's not time to break up the team yet either. Which is surprising because we talked about this earlier off camera that normally around this time they would have already split up the team. They're going to the WrestleMania to have the one-on-one. Or maybe they're going to set up for the night after Mania and for the turn to happen there. Who knows? 
So I don't know. Just looking at these other two teams, I I I, I, I don't I don't think so. It could be the beginning of the end. We never know. But you're right. They this is a very popular team right now in WWE. But yeah. that hasn't stopped WWE from breaking up other teams no, and other people in the height hasn't. of their popularity. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Street Profits on this one, mainly because I want points. <laughs> and, of course, you have Fair. no idea what we're talking about. Of course, we did our fantasy draft earlier in the year over at anchor.fm slash podcast. And I, uh, I got the Street Profits on my team. And, quite frankly, I don't need Jesse to get any more points. <laughs> so, fuck that guy. Uh, next matchup is a singles match. One first time ever between these two, between the Raider or Superstar Edge, taking on the phenomenal AJ Styles. Who do you got? Uh, I don't know. This new character Edge is playing, like this new Dark Edge. Like, I feel like it would kind of be a bust if he just loses this match right off the bat with this new character change. Styles is going to be there no matter what. Edge is probably going to go off and take a break after this, but that's also why the same point, I think AJ Styles kind of should win this. AJ needs a win. He does. Like need after a the win. shit that happened with Omos and everything else. I don't know. To me, it's kind of this is kind of a situation where it's like <laughs> you'll hurt a new character if he doesn't win this, but at the same time, the guy who's going to be there after this after WrestleMania should get the win. To me, this actually could be the pick'em of the night. Especially, too, if you're going to continue this through the next several months of gimmick matches and everything else between Styles you and Edge. You know what? I'll say AJ. By hook or by crook? Yes. I'll say AJ, too. And then it'll lead to Edge either snapping or something else. And well, then, he already snapped. <laughs> well, well, he'll snap snapping, again. It'll lead him to snapping more. And then, like, we know modern wrestling nowadays. Oh, the babyface wins the last match. No, that doesn't mean anything anymore. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with AJ Styles on that one, though. Winner take all. Unifying the WWE and Universal title. If they unify it, and now we just call it the Universal title after all this, I'm going to be fucking no, furious. Appar- apparently, there's rumors that it might be called the WWE uh, Undisputed Universal Championship. Or no, the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. So, it's the Universal title. I, essentially, yes. So, they're going to kill 50 years of legacy with the title. That's not. It's not confirmed. I'm not confirmed, but we'll see. I would really like them not to do that. WWE champion Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Everyone's talked the shit out of this matchup for the last several months. Everyone's like, oh, I'm bored. It's Roman and Brock again on pay-per-view at Mania. This is the you know best, what? This Fuck the, you, people. This is the best story on this card. Yeah, this has been going for months and years if you've really been following the story with it. This is like your next Rock Austin. Yeah, I fucking said it. Fight me. So, yeah, this is the best story on this card, and it's the natural progression of how this should end is a winner-take-all. And they work well together, you know what I mean? So, like, why the hell not? It's selling. It is winner-take-all. People are excited to be able to see what happens. I think a lot of people know what's going to happen, but we don't know for sure because, again, anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Jordan, who is your pick, though? Winner-take-all. Oh, Roman Reigns. See, that's what I meant. There's not a there's, <laughs> there's not a fucking chance in hell Brock Lesnar is going to win this match. Brock Lesnar is going to go back to Saskatchewan after this is over and disappear for another four or five months. Roman Reigns is taking this. Because he's going to carry the WWE for the next year again. Yes. Of course, everyone's talking next year being Rock because it's in Hollywood. Do you think that's actually something we're going to look into? or? Yes, I do. All right. Well, good. good. Are they, well, no. I, they, <laughs> I was gonna say. Well, that was. What would be, what's the nat, What's the next natural progression to happen after this? Like to me, that's it. 
Yep. Like he's run through everybody on the roster. Now you kind of need an opponent for him like outside of the normal WWE roster. So like the rock is like the perfect opponent in that sense. And a part of the bloodline. And with the family ties. Exactly. But he probably won't win. So which means you got to build up a baby face over the next couple of years that is worthy enough to take this title from Roman Reigns. I mean, you might have one, a couple. Are you going to say Riddle? No. Good. You might have a couple down in NXT. They're not ready yet. Oh, you're thinking Braun Breaker. Yeah. Ooh. But if you give it a couple, you give it a couple years, you build them to get them up to being a main event level star. All right. I, I think see. it's possible. All right. I, I see what I see what you're I see what you're cooking. No pun intended there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Reigns on this one as well. I mean, the bill again. I'm not complaining. Everyone's like, "Oh, this is stupid." Typical WWE. Whatever. No, this is great. This has actually been worth watching. It has been the highlight of SmackDown for the last several months. Has been the interactions with, especially with Paul Heyman, the, you know, the Marlon Brando of the WWE. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he can pull off anything at this point, I swear to God, so. This has been the best story they've had on their television for the last year and a half. Yeah, like if if MJF and CM Punk was AEW's best, this has been theirs. Right. So, no problems whatsoever, even if maybe the finish might be a little predictable, who knows? Uh, only time will tell, which of course will be happening this weekend on the Peacock or on the WWE Network for us people in Canada. So, uh, Jordan, thank you very much for joining me. I had a great time tonight. This was a whole lot of fun. Not I just, did, too. Not just the podcast, but being amongst the the people and uh, seeing some, fun. Seeing some double of, double E. It was a lot of fun. It was. <laughs> I hate Alpha Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Alpha Academy. <laughs> uh, Till then, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, next week is our review of WrestleMania with the hashtag Better Club, Eddington James, old school himself, and of course, gentleman Jeff from New Frontier and PWE. Till then, my name is Adam Hayes. Thank you very much, and we'll catch you on the next one.